1995, Maggie Keswick Jenks started the first Maggie Center. 1995 was the year that Maggie Jenks died of cancer. She believed in the ability of buildings to uplift people, and all the Maggie Centers have been designed by leading architects. A Maggie Center is not a hospice. It wasn't designed to be a place of death or sadness, but a place that offers programs of support, uplifting places with professional staff to support people living with or experiencing cancer. It's about a calming space where you can chat, have a cup of tea, and enhance your well-being. In this podcast series, I'm going to tell the story of Maggie's and explore all the aspects of these wonderful centres. The National Cancer Survivorship Initiative report in 2013 highlights the Maggie's approach to cancer care as best practice. Last year, Maggie's recorded 200,000 visits and supported 45,000 people across its centres in the UK. Every year, over 300,000 people are diagnosed with cancer and face tough questions. These challenges affect the whole family. In 1993, Maggie Keswick Jenks was diagnosed with breast cancer and was given two to three months to live. She joined advanced chemotherapy and lived for another 18 months. During that time, she worked with the now chief exec of Maggie's, Laura Lee, to develop a new approach to cancer care. In order to live more positively with cancer, Maggie and her husband believed you needed information that would allow you to be more informed about your medical treatment. Also, psychological support and stress-reducing strategies and the opportunity to meet others in a relaxed domestic atmosphere. Maggie was determined that people should not lose the joy of living in the fear of dying. And the day before she died, she sat in her garden, looked at the sky and said, aren't we lucky? I've experienced Maggie's in so many different ways. For many years, I was on the fundraising board helping to raise awareness in the media and also to help raise funds. Maggie's costs over £2,400 to run every day. So raising that money is incredibly important. I was instrumental in helping build awareness through the local radio stations and also to help come up with fundraising ideas and help to present those fundraising ideas and engage more people within the charity. And then I had my own personal experience of Maggie's, away from fundraising. June 16th, 2018, my sister died of cancer. I was there in New York with her holding her hand and she had a very peaceful end. But the time leading up to that was incredibly stressful and distressing. There was no Maggie's in New York. There was no support system in those five weeks I spent there, a place to meet other people and to get advice. And when I returned home, the severity of what I'd been through hit me extremely hard. You hear about PTSD, but you're never sure what it is. I was diagnosed with that. For the first few months, it was a blur. I cried a lot, I drank a lot. I lost and have still lost a big part that will ever return. And it was suggested eventually that I go to Maggie's. I started receiving bereavement counselling, something I was totally sceptical about. What could anyone say to make me feel better? I undertook eight weeks of counselling. And what did that achieve? Did it take the pain away? Did it make everything easier? No, not really. But what it did do was put everything into perspective. 
and it allowed me to talk about my sister's death in a way I'd never talked before. An honesty about my relationship with my sister and an honesty about how I truly felt. Those eight weeks of talking, those eight weeks of quiet support was all I needed at that time. And I will never forget Maggie's for that. Jo lives in Swansea and this is her story when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. You never ever think it's going to happen to you, especially not at the age of 39. You think that you're going to die. You do. When you diagnose, you think, well, that's it. Oh, brilliant, that's it. It's devastating and it's really, really frightening. I'd always known that Maggie's was there, but until you step through the doors, that's when you find out what Maggie's really is. It's like walking into your home. It's like walking into a family. You feel so much safer knowing that they've got your back and that they're there for you. We were sent some information that through the post from Maggie's about their kitchen table day. I really wanted to be involved and do something for them. So we organised a party. Uh, we had wonderful food, entertainment, a brilliant raffle with some wonderful prizes donated by the wider community. And we raised a total of £3,126. I still can't believe that we raised that much money. It was incredible knowing that that money has gone to Maggie's and that's going to help people have the same help I had is a never-ending good feeling. Maggie's offers group support and is available for people with any type of cancer and their friends and families before, during or after treatment. Every group provides an opportunity to talk to other people who are in a similar situation to you and to share experiences. Groups offer a safe space to express emotions you might not want to share with your friends and family. You might learn from those a little way ahead of you in their journey and develop your own strategies for coping. Support groups are led by a psychologist and focus on the emotional impact of cancer. Maggie's knows that when you're diagnosed with cancer, you need much more than just medical treatment. You might need information about how treatment will affect you emotional support and practical advice, a place to go where you can meet and talk to people who are going through the same things as you. They are there for anyone with cancer and their family and friends, whatever kind and whatever stage they're at. And all Maggie's support is free, with no appointment or referral needed. There's also no time limit on their support because they're here for as long as they're needed. Maggie's isn't part of the NHS, they're an independent charity and their centres are beside major cancer hospitals across the UK and they have excellent relationships with partner hospitals. Many of Maggie's staff are NHS trained and all their cancer support specialists have expert knowledge about cancer and treatments. They also work with experts who provide exercise groups, yoga, nutrition advice and much more. The support of Maggie's has been shown to improve physical and emotional well-being and to help people take control when cancer turns their lives upside down. Understanding every person's individual circumstances is central to what Maggie's do and means they can guide them to the support that will help them the most. Perhaps one of the most important things about Maggie's is its friendly space. They work with some of the best architects in the world to design their centres because they know that light, colour and connection to nature can help people feel so much better. And so every Maggie's is thoughtfully designed to be calming and welcoming, a place to escape from the clinical environment of the hospital. There are no reception desks, no clocks, instead comfy sofas and plenty of time. 
Maggie centres have large open spaces for group activities and a kitchen table to chat to other people. And they also make sure there are plenty of peaceful corners for quiet moments and a chance to gather your thoughts. Maggie Swansea is found in the grounds of Singleton Hospital. You can find support online and all the details at maggies.org forward slash Maggie Swansea.